0: I'm going to read from Luke 16, is a very common story, and everybody knows that. And he made it very clear to me, and I wish he would do that every time I preached, and what to read. He showed me what to read. And that is awesome. You know, I, that's how I know he always has my back. He always is with me. You know, standing up here is not easy sometimes, you know, and Br- Br- Branson or Jackson let me know that there's a sign on the bathroom, here or on the it says do not touch water in this drawer and he said why i said because when you're up here preaching just because the people have been doing it your throat goes dry really quick not out of nervousness is trying to get the gospel out you know we're excited we want you guys to hear the word of god you know and that's what we're here to do so listen let's come and serve god tonight you know there's kids that are lost you know what they need examples if you i want you to ask what can i do for you tonight lord And if He gives you something to do, whether I'm preaching or not, and He tells you to run, then you run. He says to testify, I want you to testify. Because that's what tonight is about. Tonight is about all these that are lost. And I know there's a few children. I don't know about adults. I don't know if there's something going on. You know, but we are here to serve God tonight. And that's what we need to do. God is our number one thing. And I want you to know that God is first and foremost and kids i want you to hear that growing up god is always put first in your life don't ever put anything above god if you do that you're not going to succeed in life he went to the cross and died for all of us and we should we have a lot to be thankful for we can come here and choose to to church we have a choice other countries can't do that i've heard stories from when paul bryson had to hide you know because they weren't happy they were going to go you know they would have there was threats and we don't have to deal with that. We are blessed. We are spoiled people in this world. We really are. And we look around and sometimes we complain because of this, because of that, when it's, you, you know, go to Riley, see what their issues is. Go to another country, you know, they have dirt floors. But we have hardwood floors that are extremely nice. We have carpet, you know. We have everything that we need more. And we need to quit being so selfish. Because we are. You know, God, ah, oh, it's amazing what he did. His love is unmeasurable for us. We cannot measure his love. It is off the scale. You know, I don't know how he can love someone that much and forgive us for what we did if we repent. And he will. He will. He'll forgive us. What kind of God is that? I don't know if I could do that for some people. Could you? I mean, there's people in my life that I've met in the past. I'm like, Egh. but you know what? God said to forgive him, I'll forgive him. That's what he says to do. As hard as it may be, but he does that with no questions asked. That's just what he does. It's just common for him. And that's how we need to be. We need to be honest and true to the Word of God. So if you'd like to follow, um, I'm going to read from Luke 16. I'm going to read 19-31. through 31. This is a very common story. The rich man and the beggar. It says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linens and farred sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores. And the desire to be fed with the crumbles which fell from the rich man's table Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and in hell lifted his eyes, being in torment, and seeth and Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom, and cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham, Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fix, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to west that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. I have five brethren that he may testify unto them. Least also come into the place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham. But if one went unto them, from the dead, they would repent. And he said unto them, If thy hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they persuade though one rose from the dead. And here we got a rich man, and normally, if I'm not correct, if I'm correct, when it says that he was in, uh, see, he had clothes in purple and fine lining. Anybody that normally was dressed like that had money, they were rich. And that, and so this man had money. And he had everything you could want. He he didn't hurt for nothing. And he didn't want to feed Lazarus. He didn't care. He thought he was better than him. he was arrogant. I guess is the right word. He was arrogant. He thought he was somebody. And then it says that um came to pass and die. And then I want to hit on this. So when Abraham died, or when Lazarus died, he went with bosom with Abraham. But when the beg or when Lazarus, or when the rich man died, he woke up in hell. And all he wanted was his, a fingertip, a drop to cool his tongue. Now, I don't know if, what you think, but that must be pretty daggone hot just to want one little drop of water. I know when I eat the hot pepper, I have to have two waters to get it done. I couldn't imagine being down and in, in being tormented in hell that hot listen to me, Lost. That is a place that you're going to go if you do not repent and get right with God before the end of this world is up. I don't know when it's going to end. It could be then. It could be 20 years from now. I don't know. But today is the day that you need to recognize that this is not a joke. Heaven is real. Hell is real. And if you want to go to hell, then you just sit there. And I don't like to preach on fire brimstone, but... This is what I was supposed to read and, and that's just what I'm going to do. Um, now I'm going to read the bottom. I want to make a point to read this. The Lord's allowing me to do it. So the rich man woke up in hell and he was in torment. And this is what it says at the bottom is everyone should give careful consideration to the gospel and to trust the Lord as savior in their life to escape the torment of hell because of the severity of the torture, no one should assume he is going to heaven unless he has personally trusted Christ our Savior. You say, trust Christ our Savior. When you're lost and you're praying and you know that there's a burden, I'm glad that you have that. I'm glad that you're feeling like something's wrong because I love you. I want you to come to understand what it is to truly be saved by the grace of God. If you're lost, look around. If your dad or mom or aunt or cousin or grandma's here, if you're not saved and they are, you won't see them. They're gone. And there's no going back. That rich man, once he died, there was no coming back. There was no way back. And he begged to go tell his brothers because he would tell them to repent. Well, guess what? It's too late. He had a choice to live the life that he did. And lost sinner, you have a choice to live a good life or to go to hell. If you're under conviction, now is the time to be saved. Now is the time to get on your hands and knees and cry out to God to save you. We don't know what's going to happen when we go out those doors. You know, I said it again, but it's I they had a, a, a revival. People from Tennessee went to leave, and there was some, some that were lost. They got hit by a drunk driver before they could turn out onto Main Road. You know how bad that could have been? If that wasn't a wake-up call for him, I don't know what is. But they got another chance to serve God and to to make it right with Him, to be saved. And if that don't wake you up, I don't know what will. No, God is real. God is here. We need to serve Him. I want to see you saved, lost souls, so bad. You know, Derek said he'd be at the four in the morning praying with you to get one soul saved. And I guarantee you half this church, if they could, they would too. That's how much we love you. That's how much that we know that you need it. We're parents and we can't save you. I believe if we could, there'd be nobody lost. But we can't. And as a parent, there is so much love inside for our children that it hurts when they go through stuff. And it hurts to see them lost because we can't do nothing. But God can. And we as parents, I would love, and Derek took the words out of my mouth, I would love to have all the lost come up here and pray. You know why? Because we can pray around you. We can get a wall of prayer around you, just like this song. We can put a wall around you. Can we save you? No. But man, we can pray for you. We can do what we can for you. We can pray that hopefully God will save you if you meet His conditions. It's a personal relationship between you and God. And if I was you tonight, I just wouldn't sit there. I want to encourage you to come up here, not to embarrass you, because when I got saved, I had to come to you. I didn't have to, but I did. It was a good place to go. People, Many people have been saved on this altar, and not one person laughed at them. Not one. I was happy that they chose to come up here to show that they're lost, and they chose to search search for God right there. And we get around them, and we get to pray with them, and that's what we need to do. All my kids are saved, but now I got 11, I'm going to be 11 grandchildren after Stacy has hers. That's 11 people that's going to need to be saved. My kids are older. I'm thankful God saved every one of them. I am. No, there's not a better joy than anything. When Brett got saved, I wasn't supposed to be there. I was in school. So I had to come back to go to school. And I got a call that night that Brett got saved and he was praying more than, louder than I'm talking. Man, I would have loved to see that. Now that's wanting to be saved. And I'm not putting a pedestal. I'm just saying that's how we need to be. We need to be willing and and just to give everything to to be saved. You know, are you ready to serve God tonight? You know, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says we are not to be conformed to this world. The rich man was conformed to the world. It's easier to get a rich man or a camel through the eye of a needle to get a rich man to heaven. Why? Because he has money and he ain't going to let that go. There's an arrogance there. He loved his money more than he loved God. We we don't need to be like that. We need to let God mold us. Let God mold us the way that we're supposed to be molded. You know, I was reading today and I thought, you know what? And I'm thinking, how do you keep Satan out of here? You know how you do it? You stay in the Bible. You can't think about nothing else. And I know that we can't. Do it all day long, but I, you know, I got to read all day yesterday, all day of the day, a little bit the next day before, and I just seen. I mean, I always write notes down, you know. And then I go through and I see what I like and all that, and I mean, I write pages because that's how I remember. And it's like, you know, what Craig? If you would do this all the time, you would walk probably one of the straightest lines. You know, when we go to do something, rather buy a house or buy a car. You know, as silly as it may sound, we need to take that to the Lord. Because that's a choice. And today, lost Center, I want you to listen. Hell is real, it's blackness, it's dark, it's destruction, it's eternal, and it's hot. I know I don't want you to go there, and I hope that you don't want to go there. So let's pray for all of you that are lost, because it is so important for us to do that. And I'm going to say this: the signs of times. This is how I do not know when the world's going to end. The signs of times are: there are false prophets, there are false pre- or teachers, persecution, refusal to hear the truth, ridicule of God's word. Those are the things that's happening now. You know, there's wars. There's you no. Know, I'm not going. to, All the shootings. You know, this stuff is happening now. And there's probably a lot more going on in other places with the military that I have no idea about. This world is not a good place to be. This world is my temporary home as all the other saved are. And we need to treat God's word like it's the first thing in our life every day. It has to be number one. It's always first place. You can never lose with God. You can never lose with God. So the Lord listen to me today. Are you ready? My question, are you ready to serve God? Are you ready to seek God tonight? Are you ready to truly surrender your life tonight? Faith and trust. He wants to know you have faith in him. He wants to know that you trust him. He wants you to surrender or submit your life to him. Because that's what he wants. Devil's not meant for none of us. It's not. He's preparing us a home and it could be your home if you would just buckle down and get serious with the Word of God. I don't know any clearer that I could say it, but God is our number one goal. So let's serve God tonight. lost. I I, I want to encourage you to pray. I want to encourage you, and I thought about this all day, I want you to come up here. I want you up here. I don't want you at your seat because I can't see who's praying and who's not. And I want to see you right here. These are my reading glasses. I can't really see Jeremy, but I can read my book. I want to see you right here. Are you really willing to come up and and seek God? Is your conviction strong enough that you need to do that? You know, I've seen a couple of people praying and I know the conviction's there. But don't sit on His feet. If we're not here for the right reasons, then we just need to go because we're wasting our time. God is the Word tonight. God is the goal. People getting saved is the goal tonight. Look, Brett, um, I, told, I already had a song picked out for tonight. And I asked Brett, will you bring that song? Um, Page 110 in the books. Um, I'm ready. Um, Listen. Do yourself a favor and serve God because there's nothing to lose and everything to gain. You have nothing to lose in this. That's what someone told me. Well, it's not real. I said, well, if it's not real, then you have nothing to lose. But if you get a chance, you have everything to gain. Well, enough, I'm going to heaven. Well, you better get to church with me. You can know if you're saved. And lost sinner, please, I beg and I plead for you to come up here tonight. Let us gather around you. Let us pray. Give your faith and trust to God. That's what he wants. He wants you to know your faith, then that you trust him. I don't know the exact words, but I just get I just gave it to them all. You know, I always get an example, none of you guys heard it. I like to think of like a horse with the blinders on where he can't see side to side when they're going down the road just to make him jump. That's what you need. You need to look towards Jesus, and that's it. No one around you. You won't see no one around you. Because when you're really glued on God and trying to be saved, you won't see nothing. You're going to think just Jesus. And that's how we need to think. Right, go ahead. Listen, if you're lost and undone, please come up here tonight. Please bow your head to Pray.